Today's guest on the Ecom Pulse podcast is Daniil Andreev, who is pioneering the use of artificial intelligence in the e-commerce sector. With a rich background in developing AI-driven solutions, Daniil stands at the forefront of revolutionizing how online retail operates. As an official Shopify partner and the driving force behind Ecorn, his insights into the world of AI and e-commerce are not just theoretical, but grounded in successful real-world application. In this episode, we delve into Daniil's journey from small-scale entrepreneurial venture to spearheading major technological advancements in e-commerce, exploring the challenges, triumphs, and the future of AI in reshaping the online shopping experience. We've also discussed the possibility of a $1 billion valuation startup with only one employee and predicted when it might happen. Join us for another invaluable episode of the E-Compass podcast, where we continue to explore the cutting-edge intersection of technology, AI, and e-commerce. Welcome to the E-Compulse, your heartbeat to the world of e-commerce. Join us as we meet industry leaders, innovative entrepreneurs, and passionate professionals who are at the forefront of the e-commerce revolution. From groundbreaking technologies to marketing magic, E-Compulse is your insider's guide to all things e-commerce. So plug in, gear up, and get ready for a pulse-pounding journey into the heart of e-commerce. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the E-Compulse podcast. I'm your host, Eitan Kotter. And today I have a very, very special guest, Daniel Andreev from Ecorn, an e-commerce agency and an official Shopify partner. Daniel, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, good. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you for the intro. I'm super happy, uh, super charged to be here. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll have interesting uh, chat today. Yes, yes, Daniel. I know, you know I've been searching for someone to speak about you know, what's trending specifically in AI, in e-commerce. Uh, and we, you and I, we had an amazing chat and you're doing so many things in this area. So this is going to be the topic of our uh, uh, interview today. And so I would love to start, you know, with your personal story. Everyone has a story. I would love to learn more about you, you know, how you ended up, you know, in this business and uh, what are you working on these days? Sure. So um, I, I started um, doing, I started my career by doing different uh, side hustle when, uh, when I was in school. I mm-hmm. was very um, uh, obsessed with earning my own pocket money uh, to buy stuff that I was not able to buy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, that's how I, it was like my first motivation. Uh, it's, it's true. And sure. uh, I started by doing some uh, small internships and I also figure out like there is all, also some ways I can, uh, I, I can hustle some money uh, with selling things. And I discovered okay. at this time, uh, when I was in school, it was just the beginning of uh, this, I would say, social media uh, commercialization era when different, uh, you, you was able to start an Instagram page and uh, occasionally and just like over three, two weeks, you, you, can, you can start selling something because it was super easy to acquire traffic. Yes. And at this, mo- at this moment, I was learning how I can make money on this. And I started a couple of uh, uh, drop shipping businesses in this sphere. And 
I figured, wow, like e-commerce is amazing. I can do yeah. whatever I want. I can sell whatever I want. I can do business all over the world. And it was quite easy at that time because it was not that competitive. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started like learning about e-commerce. And uh, then I was also thinking maybe it's all like a side projects, not something serious. I'm not sure I can make it for a living. I'm not sure if it's... Um, a serious enough job and also like parents telling you like hey how about <laughs> your job are you going to find something <laughs> so i was trying also to do uh, to do um, a corporate career i went to big four consulting company like, to, to try myself as a consultant um and during that time i also were doing i was doing a couple of internships and startups i fast uh, it was it, it took me like uh, three months to figure out that startups is more something more uh, uh, fitting my personality because one of the startups I was working at, it was just like after uh, I stepped in after a few months of work, it was acquired by Mars for around 500 million bucks. And I was wow. like, wow. I was wow. uh, in there. Like, why that's a good experience do... to start with on a startup. Yeah, yeah. and I was, uh, I, I was questioning the founder. Like, we were in very good relationship, and we, okay. we, I, I was asking, like, why don't you give? Why don't you pay me with some equity? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why just this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to work with startups, and I want to have equity. So, I, uh, I decided to uh, also to to do the. 360 to 180 uh, pivot in my life. I decided to, um, I, I, at this moment, I had experience studying in France and South Korea, and I wanted to do something in Asia and especially in e-commerce because I felt like okay. e-commerce is something I already know how to make money in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt like China is a place to learn e-commerce. So I went to China to study master's degree um, in, in Zhejiang, uh, university in Hangzhou. It's uh, capital of. Uh, it's very very old capital uh, in China. It was uh, capital for hundred years, and then uh, it's, it's become a capital of Alibaba because uh, Jack Ma was uh, occasionally uh, a teacher in English teacher in some of uh, university one of the university of this town. So I tried to get in, and I got in. Uh, to the corporate uh, world, Chinese world, mm-hmm. with Alibaba, and especially their uh, internal, um, like I- internal accelerator and incubator for projects. And I was I was uh, just in the edge of corporate and startup world. I I also was not very happy about how corporate life feels like, uh, but I felt a lot of. Um, uh, opportunities are here and the, these guys were doing a lot of things with AI at this moment. It was yeah. 2019, just before COVID happened. And mm-hmm. I felt like, well, China will be for like next 10 years of my life. And it was very, very interesting. But COVID happened and I had to also to do another 180 pivots. And I decided okay. to do, uh, to focus on my uh, own business rather than uh, bringing uh, value to stakeholders. So I yes. started my agency. At, I, at this moment, I already had a bunch of projects uh, running by myself as a consultant or freelancer. I had a team of a uh, few people who were helping me. And I decided, like, I have to do 100% of my focus on 
building services and especially tech focused and product focused uh, for uh, those type for those innovative brands who are going to change the e-commerce industry. They don't want to sell like uh, like 20 years ago. They want to have innovations. They want to have the most cutting mm -hmm. edge technologies and they want it to be like a startup, like a startup chasing unicorn uh, sure. status. So sure. that's, that's how I started the Ecorn, which is like basically the name of uh, our agency is uh, Ecorn because it's okay. e-commerce unicorns <laughs> and nice. we shorten it into Ecorn. Okay. You're definitely in the right, right space for sure. For sure. Uh, and great. So today, I mean, you're working, I know, on a variety of e-commerce projects, right? And a lot of uh, generative AI and NLMs type of uh, research. You know, you're checking a lot of hypotheses around eco around AI in e-commerce. Uh, yeah. You also, you know, have a startup that uh, previously you managed, right, with the... Um, virtual fitting rooms. Virtual fitting rooms, right? So, I mean, you took the you took Ecorn. I mean, to the next step, I guess, in terms of innovation and trying to come up with more and more, uh, you know, unique uh, proposition and technology. So let's uh, probably dive in in terms of what you see working these days. And I know that, you know, many of the brands are already implementing AI variety, in variety of uh, aspects, right? Uh, both for uh, cost reduction, shrinking times, go-to-market times, um, in terms of, you know, writing product description and variety of, you know, content around images and videos. So, I mean, it, we see so many use cases and probably we all struggle to understand if it's uh, if these AI tools are enough or it's maybe 50% enough or 80% enough. It's always required, you know, a human touch around that. So I'd love to get your perspective from your research and please share, you know, what, what are you working on? What have you tested and what do you think we are in the AI world? Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing topic and yeah. pretty... Uh pretty uh, wide topic as well. So mm -hmm. I'll try to narrow it down to my, sure. uh, to my experience uh, of dealing with e-commerce and AI. Um, so I, uh, I was, when I was in China, I started to figure out that uh, what is called AI is usually uh, something pretty much adopted in different stages of uh, e-commerce business. Mm -hmm in the business of suppliers in in the in the merchandising in uh software that that merchants are using okay. uh, in in the way how these merchants are acquiring customers so it's it was um there is a very uh, like I, I i don't know it's like a common sense that says us like ai is something new but actually ai was with us for a couple um, yeah. couple decades Yes, in, in yes. different uh, in, in different appliances and uh, different so you're applications. suggesting that China is uh, making progress not just in the overall e-commerce GMVs but also in the adoption of AI in e-commerce right yeah I, I I would not just say uh, China is doing that I, I would say also like a lot of software uh, companies are using AI for long long time but sure. no one no one cared about this uh, mm -hmm. No one cared about this um, because uh, it was not hype topic, and it was just sure. about that data science and machine learning, and it was not that um, uh, not that trendy. But right now, it's trendy, and everyone trying to highlight it. And moreover, it, it's become it, it, it was very expensive before to create something with AI because you need yes. to have you need to have a 
developers who are very expensive machine learner machine sure. learning specialists they are probably the highest that, yeah uh, data sciences yeah, yeah data scientists they are probably the highest paying uh engineers in the world yeah. uh, because so many startups want to have them in the team. Sure. And right now it's pretty much democratized. Right now, anyone can build their own AI model. Anyone mm -hmm. can build their own uh, image generator, product generator. You can, moreover, you can create your own algorithm and mm -hmm. integrate it with uh, any famous platform like Shopify, or you can work with AI. Uh, on your Amazon listings or any other product. So it, it, it's right now, I think is the best, uh, even though AI was for quite a while, right mm -hmm. now is probably the best time to do something with AI because this, uh, this open AI uh, mainly, I think it's there, we should say kudos to them. Uh, yes. They opened this gate to democratize AI algorithms to consumers um indie hackers indie developers and just uh, product people who understand the business logics that they need to build and right now they have perfect tools uh to to, bu to build these logics but i started a little while ago i started diving into ai mm -hmm. while it was necessary to hire expensive specialists so i was trying to acquire the PhD students uh, for internships in my startup. I was uh, trying to figure hmm. out how, uh, what kind of competitions are these guys are interested in, what kind of models, uh, AI models, and what kind of um, uh, ideas they are passionate about. And by coincidence, I I was uh, I was building a, a product that was creating virtual fitting rooms and. It's pretty sexy idea, mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, everyone wants to be part of sexy idea. Sure. It's very easy to sell it to your team. It's very easy to hire someone. And also, it's quite easy to raise uh, money when you, you have sexy idea. Because if yes. you're building boring stuff, no one is interested. But uh, in the end, I think boring stuff brings more money. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but I mean, your startup was like a virtual try-on, so you are in a sexy field, fashion with yeah. a sexy type of technology, right? So yeah, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was very interesting, very sexy. So it it helped me to bring some some of very uh, talented AI specialists who were writing their research papers. They were studying mm -hmm. PhDs in different universities across Europe and US, and I, I felt like. It was even easy to acquire talents from other countries. I was hiring from from China, India, US, Canada, Ukraine, many different countries, and it was wow. quite easy because the topic was interesting. Yeah. But uh, right now, uh, I would say it would be even more easier because most of the work we were work, we were doing at that time right now is just like on the uh, end of our fingertips is on our fingertips we can just um, build a lot of things with chat gpt with a lot of uh, ai infrastructure companies mm -hmm. like replicate and um, like yeah platforms who help you to deploy uh, ai models uh, in in production and integrate them with other yeah. software yeah. so now it's quite uh, uh, became much cheaper 
And I also be become more uh, passionate about it. Since I was building virtual Tryon, I was at that time I was building a VC uh, baked startup that yes. was very capital intensive and required a lot of PR stuff, a lot of uh, um, this co communication with investors, with accelerators. Mm -hmm. You had to be always on spotlight to uh, in the industry. Uh, yes. So I, I was I was working and spending a lot of time just to be part of the fashion industry, fashion innovations industry, yeah. because it's like a specific niche where these guys from uh, luxury fashion are discussing how to make innovations. Yeah. Um, that's pretty questionable. Um, no, no, don't want to hurt anyone, but uh, <laughs> this industry is quite. Uh, I would say laggy uh, comparing to other, uh, even uh, according to other like uh, e-commerce verticals and uh, retail it. verticals. Yes. But they are trying their best, so uh, not going judge, uh, to judge them. And uh, I I figure out right now it's also much easier. You don't need to, to have uh, like capital from investor probably. You just need to have a bunch of... Uh, a uh, few thousand bucks to uh, pay for open AI credits if yes. you want to, uh, to <laughs> launch something new with AI. Um, and you, you can do a lot of things uh, right now by yourself without hiring team. Um, so I started testing uh, if, if like years ago uh, you was able to focus on one idea and test it and focus on 100% and um, you, you had no other shots. So right now I'm working on bunch of different products at the same okay. time uh all of them are related to ai and i'm coming up with new ideas like every week <laughs> and every Amazing. week i'm uh, about to to test and try something else something new and uh, the the best part about it is that go to market and go from idea stage to market stage is is less than a week right now and wow. it also brings a lot of competition but i believe that uh the industry is still um th there is so many space here so many different new ways to apply ai yes. so there, there is space enough for for uh, for many many more yes um and right now i'm i'm working on uh, application of uh, ai applications for e-commerce especially i'm focusing on shopify ecosystem because i i was uh, working with this ecosystem for more than six years now yes. and I'm pretty familiar. I was, uh, I already were having my own Shopify stores. I was working a lot with different Shopify store owners and merchants, mm -hmm. and I was building Shopify apps. So I know the industry from quite different uh, point of views, and I, I like it. Uh, I really like the ecosystem, and I feel like if you have to choose nice. uh, the niche where you yep. want to build something, it's very important to choose niche, and choosing Shopify is a pretty good idea because you will have probably the best uh, resources to build something okay uh, and uh, i use a lot of uh, a lot of value created uh, for my projects and i created a lot i hope i created a lot of value for community of shopify developers and partners oh nice and, and uh, right now i'm focusing on uh, solving problems of developers and merchants who are uh, working in shopify ecosystem and like talking about developers, uh, since I have my 
personal connection with deep relation to developers since i was also learning how to build on shopify myself a few years ago and i i built a couple of uh, projects uh, for for shopify uh, sure. merchants like shopify apps mm -hmm. and i have a team who also work uh, who 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 develop uh, online stores for clients so uh, I decided to help them and I created just recently, a few weeks ago, I created the copilot, uh, AI copilot who helps developers to build, um, anything, uh, literally anything on Shopify. Uh, and the nature of uh, this is, is pretty simple. It's just chat GPT, but with our custom, uh, knowledge and yes. this knowledge has very wide information about Shopify how to develop online stores, how to use APIs, mm -hmm. how to connect different third-party services, and uh, of course, how to launch Shopify apps and publish them to App Store. So many different topics that usually are covered by, um, the, to cover these topics, you will hire senior developer, which will be pretty expensive. Yes. And uh, middle and junior developers, they need this uh, expertise, they need this advice. And they, if they will just search this information by themselves, they, they're probably going to spend a lot of time. And this thing can help them to cut down this time and uh, give them this expertise while they are building something. Amazing. Um, I think if if I if if I would mm -hmm. have this tool uh, like five years ago, I would probably right now I will become a developer because it's now it's much easier to become a developer. You can ask like literally anything, and it can bring you back a piece of code uh, as an example, or it can give you a very uh, very practical uh, next steps how to build something. So wow. very useful. So. so yeah, so you're referring to the task of setting up a Shopify store, right? You need to yeah. you need to develop around the Shopify platform. You need to integrate to various extensions and models. Yeah, you need to set up configuration and templates and look and feel of the storefront. So now you can just go to ChatGPT, you know, integrate your app into it, and you know, with a piece of text, describe what you want it, return you a piece of code that you can embed into the platform. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we wow. have uh, we uh, we have this part that help that literally can uh, give you a snippet. And uh, I'll give a very simple example. You yeah. have a product page on Shopify, and you are a merchant who knows little bit of code, or you are a developer who is helping his friend merchant, mm -hmm. and you need to you you have you are selling uh, woman lingerie or uh, bikini, uh, and you okay. need to have a bundle right because you have these top and bottom products yes. you need to bundle them this is super uh, popular use case yeah so you just uh, ask this copilot how to build bundles and, and it will give you a snippet you will be able to take it and just copy paste to to shopify yes uh, to shopify team file uh, mm -hmm. Of course, it will also give you a couple other uh, ways to solve the problem. You can go to Shopify App Store and find a solution there, but you, but you can use it to create your own solution. Amazing. If you have uh, a little uh, a little knowledge of uh, how team files work in Shopify. So you're just hitting directly the time issue and the cost, right? Yeah. Yeah, time issue and of course, like resources, because resources, finding a yes. good developer sometimes is much harder than to, to learn code by yourself. Yes, uh, <laughs> sure.
Sure, sure. So this is an amazing use case, definitely for on the development side, setting up Shopify stores. What else you're working on? Let's talk a little bit on the marketing side, probably. Mm -hmm. you know, issues like segmentations, personalization, yeah. recommendation, conversion rates. What are your thoughts here and what are your yeah, stories? Yeah, this is super uh, wide uh, range of different applications. Sure. Of, yeah. And sure. I'm just learning it because uh, by my uh, personal uh, work experience, I was uh, less... Uh, um, in, in, in engaged into like marketing projects. I was mm -hmm. always more uh, about designing, developing products. So I was first, I was trying to f figure out like these solutions. Uh, but right now I'm learning and uh, discovering different marketing. Uh, it's a huge cases. topic. Yeah, yeah it's Big. super huge. Yes. And I, I, I'm uh, continuously checking uh, recent chat GPT uh, store where you can have these uh, custom GPTs. And I think that this uh, custom GPT store is a great opportunity, but there are not that many uh, startups, not that many brands who are using this uh, opportunity. Because yes. I, I see a very few amount of uh, good marketing custom GPTs who help you to uh, to power up your marketing Shopify. One of, uh, I, I, I recently uh, found one good solution. It's also developed by uh, indie hacker uh, mm -hmm. and like so indie developer famous in the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, her name is Corali. Uh, okay. She's from France and she, uh, she built very good customer segmentation. Uh, so she took very niche uh, use case for merchants on Shopify who yep. need to do custom segmentation of their email list. Mm -hmm. It's very powerful uh, feature, by the way, not uh, few, only few merchants are using it properly, but if you use it, you can uh, custom tailor your uh, email marketing to, to focus on specific niche segments of your audience and give them very personalized offers. And mm -hmm. this leads to huge conversion rates. I believe it could lead up to like 30% of conversion rates uh, from this email because it will be super targeted. Yes. And she built very uh, simple uh, custom GPT that you can, if you're ChatGPT plus or user, you can mm -hmm. use it as well. And you can cast, you can just give your logic, business logic. Let's, let's say uh, I need a uh, male uh, customers from uh, who came to our store and made a purchase during BFCM uh, or they did it last week. And right. it will give you um, a, a query, a prompt uh, that you can insert in, in the Shopify uh, <laughs> customers section and you will get the list, complete list of these uh, uh, required subscribers. And then you can market, you can send them some personalized emails or SMS, wow. whatever you have. And I think like to, uh, as, a, as a merchant myself, when I discovered this, I was like, wow, I have to yeah. start using it right now. Uh, and I gave it to my team and uh, we are uh, now using it uh, every week in a wow. bunch of our uh, clients in our own uh, e-commerce stores. And uh, another uh, great, uh, of course, great topic. Uh, I think I, I want to cover it that Shopify is also very active in uh, AI field. So they created their own uh, AI models that mm -hmm. are integrated in, inside of Shopify admin panel. 
let's say you already can uh, adjust some of product images with AI. Uh, this is a recent solution uh, from Shopify editions. Uh, they, yes. they made uh, big updates uh, last Correct. week. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they launched this new feature. They already had uh, AI text description uh, generation generator for for a while. I think it's already a year since they launched it, and it's also pretty powerful. But I, I'm I'm sure that there are many many more uh, ways to to use AI uh, for product pages. Uh, mm -hmm. I would also focus on creating. Uh, as uh, search engine optimization for for products using uh, AI for creating meta titles yes. and descriptions. This is where you can simply use AI on your laptop or mobile mm -hmm. and just use it for uh, for filling up your products, and it will definitely help with um, uh, with SEO. And um, another great uh, use case, I think, uh, for uh, for AI that I uh, recently spotted is conversion rate uh, optimization. optimization. Yeah. I um, I'm still I'm, right now. I'm uh, actually I'm working on product that will help mm -hmm. uh, merchants and agencies to do conversion rate optimization for uh, Shopify. Not only Shopify for any e-commerce, but okay. it will of course it will be more uh, useful for Shopify merchants because it will have some prior knowledge of Shopify. And the thing here is uh, sh uh, that ChatGPT has a model called GPT Vision that can recognize um, image and analyze it. And I, I played with it a while uh, in November when it was launched, mm -hmm. and it was super impressive. You was I was able to analyze my fridge. Uh, it can, you can send picture of your fridge uh, inside of your fridge yes. and it will recognize different products and it will give you um, a complete uh, recommendation for next week what you can cook yeah. using your uh, fridge using uh, the ingredients in the fridge yes yes nice. <laughs> uh, another yeah. use case I, I was super impressed is it can analyze uh, your uh, any any web page and you can ask it to um, to write down uh, the business logics uh, behind this web page, and it can not not just code, not like a HTML code, but it mm -hmm. can uh, explain and give some assumptions on what kind of buttons, what do they mean, what kind of logics like between the sliders or okay. um, different elements of uh, interface. So it, it can analyze interface as well. And if you can bring some knowledge inside this model, it also can uh, can know can know some good uh, best practices. Let's mm -hmm. say social proofs um, in first three pages uh, on homepage uh, will lead to conversion rate growth. Yes. Or um, uh, fast accelerated checkout button in product page. Uh, I mean, there is always a card add to cart pay, uh, button, but also it could be. Uh, buy now, but yes, will, one click checkout. Yes, yeah. one click checkout, and also one click checkout uh, usually also leads to a higher conversion rate from sure. product page. Of so course. you can teach all this data um, in a short uh, text file to 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 AI model, and then uh, ask it to analyze the website using this knowledge and give some uh, practical recommendations. Wow. I'm I am literally I just uh, explained you how it will work, <laughs> and I <laughs> yes. didn't didn't build it yet. Okay. But we'll probably uh, hopefully next uh, couple of weeks. 
Yes, yes. Uh, and we I would have love to see it. Please share yeah. it when it's done. Of course. And uh, I'll be happy to share it with community. I sure. think th this is not something I'm focused. Uh, I'm not focused on uh, making it uh, profitable. Okay. Uh, like it's since day a, one or yeah, something. It's not a commercial effort for you, right? It's yes. Yeah. I, I I feel it, it is low hanging fruit that should be because AI model AI tokens are democratized and uh, sure. everyone can use it. This is something. If not me, someone else will build it. It's just probably uh, the matter of time, but I need the solution right now because okay. I have a lot of conversion rate optimization audits and reports, and I have to help my clients. And sometimes I have to, um, sometimes I have to, you know, to to challenge their opinions, and they have to challenge mine. And if there will be an AI model, I'll probably I will be more um, uh, how to say. I think uh, my customers they will be more. Uh, confident and secure because they will f they will have this feeling. Oh, AI gave us this recommendation. Yes, probably yes. It's, it also give you an additional um, additional way, additional point of view, uh, and will like strengthen your um, your recommendation, your advice. Uh, so I believe it will be a very helpful tool for for me first of all for community because I want to make it open as I did uh, with uh, Shopify Copilot. And I want people to use it and I want uh, better conversion rates for the industry because wow. <laughs> we all benefit from it. Yes. The more conversion our clients have, the better uh, revenues, more money in the industry, more work for agencies like yes. me. And hopefully more happier shoppers, right? Of course, Obviously. of course. I think, every, I think everyone uh, benefits from good interface. Everyone benefits from good conversion rate, and business business creates workplaces. They also create better products. Uh, I I like those businesses, vertical businesses. I've worked yes. a lot with those verticals, vertical brands who are founders led. They are founders themselves are building something. They are thinking Amazing. about product. They are doing customer development. They are. They are like calling me uh, on Saturday night, which I'm not always super happy about, <laughs> and asking me like, "How can we improve uh, this like size guide? Because I think it, it ruins our conversion rate. Let's make it optimized. Please yeah. give us some recommendations. Let's, let's talk about this." So, I of course I want also to delegate part of this job to AI, and uh, I believe it's possible pretty soon. Yes. Wow, these are like amazing use cases that are not that are actually available today, right? And we will include uh, more information in the episode show notes, right? Yeah, and sure. uh, so, looking for the future in the following maybe year or even two years from now, how do you see AI evolves and adopted in the e-commerce space? Well, I I think that uh, I'm always trying to predict what will happen next with AI and different <laughs> industries, especially e-commerce. And I also yeah. uh, look in, uh, on fashion a lot because I, I've worked a lot with uh, fashion, uh, AI in fashion. Um, and I hope um, that AI will be uh, adopted uh, by as many as possible uh, brands and merchants and it will not be just uh, a hype word and just a buzzword for yeah. uh, for most of the businesses uh, but people will see a clear value for their business i think that the, this hype uh, it was that big last year that now we have this aftertaste of <laughs> wow it was a bubble no one used ai actually uh 
like what can you do with AI? It just like writes uh, uh, a, g a generic text, but it's not like that. There, there are actually a lot of low hanging fruits, actually a lot of potential value for stakeholders, for consumers, yes. uh, for businesses. And it's very important to look at this um, with kind of cold, cold mind um, and, and uh, keep, keep an eye on your industry use cases. That's what I believe. But, but talking about the uh, development, I think uh, we will have uh, we'll have more um, AI generated content uh, and more AI generated um, businesses, I would say, because right now you can create a um, huge amount of different assets from uh, designs. Mm -hmm. uh, right now you can create a whole landing pages just from using prompt and using uh, AI uh, design generators like uh, Framer uh, or I, I saw like there are a bunch of Shopify applications that are also like working on that so you can yeah. e easily transfer uh, design with AI to Shopify and I see that uh, I, I already I recently heard about that uh, like AI generated content during just one year is already uh, comparable with everything we generated in the internet, in, for, in the internet yes for, for for like decades it feels like it yeah yeah for yeah sure. Uh, for sure so i believe there will be the content generation opportunities will also bring a lot of new businesses will create a lot of new products consumers will have a lot more choices yeah but it will also be kind of generic and uh, mass market let's say uh, mass market will have more options if you're buying cheap products you have even more cheap products you have better advertisements you yes. have better um, user experience uh, using these uh, cheap products but also competition will be uh, much higher because yes. i think starting a business is is even easier right now you, you some people were struggling about how to name their company now they can name it with the eye yes. now they can name the copy for their website with the eye they can use email marketing chains with the eye and do so many different things uh just by yes asking chat gpt what i should do next and this is already i think huge uh a, a huge engine for creating new entrepreneurs and, pro and businesses and startups that will uh that we'll see in future but uh, also a lot of competition so right now um, i think people should people who are have who have uh, narrow um, expertise i would really question if, if this expertise can fight with ai yeah. because uh, i think many jobs can be uh, uh, easily um, replaced with ai and many uh, many use cases will be replaced with AI in in, in like next uh, few years. So uh, I, I also see that it will change a lot the, the workplace uh, side of the market. Let's say agencies will have probably who work in e-commerce. I believe yeah. they will have less people. Mm -hmm. I, I believe they will have. Uh, we already uh, see this starting, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. See, I will. I, I see a lot of layoffs. It yes. doesn't sound very positive. Yeah, but, but this... I see uh, that market should evolve, uh, including like job job market, and we will see that uh, people who are passionate about building something, creating something, they will yeah. be able to generate five x. Let's say if your project manager. Uh, was working on five 
client stores uh, last years. If he is passionate or she is passionate about AI, she'll be able to work on 10 projects uh, yes, at the same yes. time. And so, yeah, it will power up everyone who is working uh, with any industry, actually. But I think with e-commerce, sure. since it's very digital savvy industry, I think it will be very visible quite soon. And, mm. and another uh, interesting topic, I think, is what will happen to per personal elements of dealing with people of personal like sales of of human touch and i, I mean, think that this human touch is something that will be valuable something that will be luxury and if mm -hmm. if like uh, you know if you see a brand and it's written handmade we we, we have some kind of uh presumption that it should be more expensive because it was like manual labor and probably some I know energy inside of the product and people were like putting their efforts and they're laughing at it. And the same will happen probably with uh, different industries, including retail, e-commerce and sure. fashion. And the more personal uh, approach you will see, let's say your website was designed by AI or by um, a designer uh, yeah. who is passionate about design. Yes, you probably will have quite. Uh, you will you will have a quality, good quality of AI uh, design. Yes, but and it's probably enough for some businesses and some consumers. So I can tell you that more, the designer that I worked with for the last year, all of them are using Midjourney, right, and Dolly. Yeah, so <laughs> that's yeah, uh, that's that's the the current status. Yeah, yeah, they probably yeah. using it right now in some parts of uh, yeah, design almost. processes, right? Yeah. But um, I also see there are solutions that can create whole design from scratch just by analyzing uh, some prompts and analyzing uh, okay. some brand brand information, and then can create a pretty solid website. And I nice. think next year is going to be yeah. just bigger and, and better. Uh, and you consumer um, and business will choose like. You want to work with people, or you want to work with AI, hmm. or you want to have a mix of it. I prefer mix because I, yes. I believe there is something great about uh, human touch, and for something great about AI, there's some capabilities that no human can can deliver. So we we can mix it up, and those mixed up AI plus human, uh, I think it's something that we will see in any workplace of uh, any like innovative business yes uh, so, next five years so daniel i have a strange question for you yeah when do you think and i want a date like a fixed date okay yeah when do you think we will see the first one billion dollar startup with one employee wow that's <laughs> uh that's really think good about question. it i want an answer yeah <laughs> that's that's really good question. Um, I believe we'll have it in um, probably by the end of next year or something. Really? I, I, yes, wow. I already. I can I can explain why I think so because I know a bunch of uh, startup uh, like indie startup guys who yeah. are they are solopreneurs and they are building AI products. They're doing everything themselves yes just like one person company yes. and yes. one of the famous uh, one of them is peter levels mm -hmm. uh, he's very famous in twitter because he's sharing his journey how he built uh, this ai companies and how he built yes. different products interesting 
So the, I, I'm talking about him. I think he is probably the number one candidate to build something that can scale up to $1 billion. But right now he's ARR, like, uh, yes. like the, mm-hmm. his, his, some of his monthly revenue is, uh, is more than 1 million. Amazing. So if he, if he will be, you know, there is also a new, uh, trend to, from VC trends to make, um, investments into people and investing into people who have uh, yes. potential that so they can even do. without a specific idea yeah. yeah so i think if someone will uh, do a capitalization try to capitalize like do a valuation of him of peter and try to invest uh, in him probably the valuation will be pretty close to 1 billion in a few years. Amazing. I mean, not now, but yeah. soon. Yeah. He, he has the audience. I believe that uh, this will be easily, uh, like you can easily get this valuation uh, with one product even, but <laughs> the main part will be who is your audience and how you can acquire it. Crazy. Uh, because yeah, distribution Crazy. Is, is more okay, important. So I wrote the date. The date is mm-hmm. uh, December 2025, right? Yeah. Okay, we will explore this and so check what it is, very very soon. <laughs> it, it, what do you think about it? Is it? Uh, I, I want to also hear your bet. I'm thinking, you know, like again, real something that started from scratch, reach a billion dollar valuation with one employee. I think I'm thinking more, like like maybe four years. This is what I'm guessing. This is what I'm guessing. But let's see. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. But, let's uh, see. You know, it's a big. Uh, this is the beauty, right, of the industry, and you know, this is what excites all of us. I think what's you know, laying ahead and what's what's coming. So it's very very interesting. So Daniel, I mean, wow! Thank you so much for this uh, really amazing episode and the title of the episode. I mean, AI and e-commerce and the great things that you see. Uh, so plenty of things to share here. Thanks, you. Thank you so much. Now, on a personal lo- on a personal note, could you mm-hmm. share with us something you know that. Uh, you do that no one else you know in your professional network knows about you well um i think there are uh there are plenty of stuff because uh, i'm not uh, actively sharing to to my personal to my uh, like uh, career uh, yeah. and uh, professional network like what i'm doing of course like, this is why than... i ask yeah. i ask all the guests <laughs> the same question at the end yeah <laughs> yeah i i think there are like Plenty of things uh, could be easily, uh, I can name easily. One of them yeah. is I'm, uh, and I think it's pretty trendy right now. Many people do it, but I am i don't have one place that I can call home. Uh-huh. And I'm doing a very active uh, digital nomading. Wow. Uh, so traveling and yes. living in different places. Yes. And I lived in uh, since, um, I think, uh, for, since four years, I, I since last four years, I lived in uh, more than six countries. I mean, wow. lived by. So I went there. I settled up my life, uh, rented everything, and like, started like building a local network uh, and stuff like that. And it, it feels kind of cool, uh, and it's difficult to change this lifestyle to something else. Where are you now? Right now in Spain, Barcelona. Barcelona, Spain. Nice, good place, good place. Yeah, I, it's it's really good. So I even think about maybe here I'm gonna stay uh, a longer longer time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. So thank you so much. Uh, where people can find you? Well, um, I, I'm open to chat anywhere in LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, I mean, yeah. X. Um, I think you can find by my, uh, by my full name uh, there, or you can just uh, find Ecorn, um, also E-C-O-R-N, yeah. quite easy. And then you can find it ev everywhere. We post content, create content on many different platforms. Yes, the e-commerce unicorn. Yeah. That's a great summary for the episode. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ethan. It was nice to chat with you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Your support means the world to us. If today's episode has been insightful for you, consider sharing it with someone who would also benefit. Even one share can make a big difference. Looking to elevate your e-commerce game? Discover Vimy, a multi-channel e-commerce platform that will transform your business with the power of shoppable video. Visit us at vimy.net to learn more. It's vimy, V-I-M-M-I dot Thank you for being part of our journey. Stay tuned for more invaluable insights in our next episode.